on today's episode of Random Access Musings with David Branchcomb. We're talking about existential blues. So uh, last time I used my cell phone, which does a great job audio quality wise, but I thought I'd try this podcast out using my laptop. I've got my M audio breakout box and you will not believe the microphone I'm using. I have a gooseneck mic that hooks up to my Korg micro sampler. Um, Korg micro samplers, a little tiny keyboards, portable. You can sample stuff and create music and rhythms and beats and from noises and whatever you want to. But um, yeah, I'm using my gooseneck mic plugged into my Amadi. It sounds pretty good, I think. I'm having issues with the box being near the laptop, though. But if I hold it just right, you know, I get a pretty good quality sound. I like it so far. But uh, yeah, Existential Blues. It's a song I heard on... I lived up in Plainfield, Illinois, and, and my Uncle Charlie introduced me to Dr. Demento on the radio. And a song came on, Existential Blues. It was really funny. I loved it. I love funny music. I love music that's like Weird Al parodies. I love laughing. I love the, um, you know, funny music has references. They, they references. Th- I love cleverness. You know, you hear a lyric and and it makes you think about something a different way. You go, oh, that's clever. Never thought about it that way. You kind of laugh a little bit. Kind of feels good. But um, my last podcast, I was thinking about life in general and how we waste it. That's kind of a a, a blue thing, you know. And ex- you're thinking about your existence. You're having the blues about your existence and your mortality and things like that. But yeah, I do. Th- I don't think about it in a bad way. I don't think. I mean, I just think about things that people don't think about mainly. I was at work sharing these things with some friends. It was funny. They're like, yeah, Dave, everybody, everybody thinks about those things. Just you, you know, you're the, you're the, the one person out of the entire country that thinks about these things. Like, oh, here's a funny one. I was thinking, what if I was on my deathbed and part three of a three-part trilogy movie was about to come out in theaters and I'm laying on my deathbed and I'm watching the trailer thinking, oh, great. I'm going to die before this last... You know, it's like the Hunger Games. You're watching the Hunger Games and the the Mockingjay Part 2 is going to come out And your doctor says, well, you're going to die within a week, so you're not going to be able to see that movie. I mean, I know it's a silly thing. Have you thought about things like that? It's an odd thing. But it's more fascination. It's not like I'm crazy or I'm going to care. When I'm on my deathbed, I'm probably not going to care about that. But the thought itself is kind of fascinating. You know, it's, you know, because 
I'll be honest with you. I try to catch up with all the Marvel movies. I just want to go through, go back and watch them all in order, you know. And, you know, Dark Phoenix came out. I haven't seen that one yet. Far From Home came out. I haven't seen it yet. But, you know, you think about, well, I want to see all the movies. You want to be caught up with the storyline. Or you're watching something on TV like The Walking Dead. You're, you got to watch every episode because you want to know everything about all the characters. So if you're talking to a friend, you can communicate. You can say, oh, yeah, I know this character, this character, you know, you know their history, you know where they're going. But could you imagine being on your deathbed thinking, I'm sitting here thinking now about all those movies, all those really cool movies someone's going to create with all their talent that I'm never going to be able to see. I know. Don't you feel bad for me? (laughs) And then I had another thought. Here's a good one. This is a really good thought. There's and this goes back to the the pilot episode. There's not enough time to watch all the movies in the world. No, there isn't. Could you imagine a thousand years from now, a thousand years after we've made movie after movie? You know, a thousand years from now, we're going to have many times more movies than we have now, right? Could you imagine with your short lifespan trying to figure out, okay, what movies am I going to watch? Like someone says, oh, you need to watch, let's say a thousand years from now, someone says, oh, you need to watch A Wonderful Life. Oh, A Wonderful Life was this old black and white movie where so-and-so got into an accident and he saw an angel and he saw how his life could be different if if he never met Mary and never had the kids because he was frustrated with his life. So he saw an alternate version of his life. And an angel, Terrence the Angel, was showing him all this stuff. So, you know, there's all these movies in the past that you kind of want to watch or should watch that are really good movies. But a thousand years from now, you may not have time to go back and watch those. Or someone might say, um, oh, you've got to watch Indiana Jones. Oh, Indiana Jones. Or how about Star Wars? Oh, you've got to watch Star Wars. It was a it was a genre defining moment in our lives when George Lucas came out with Star Wars. Before Star Wars, there really wasn't anything like it. He reinvented model making. He reinvent he invented all those special effects just for those movies. So really, it's a groundbreaking movie. It's something you should watch, right? But a thousand years from now, are you gonna have time to go back and watch those old movies? You'll have your own set of movies from thousands of years of people making things. I know it's crazy, isn't it? I'm not going crazy. It's just a really fascinating thing to think about. You know, I'm looking at my shelf full of movies that I don't know why I bought them. Because you watch them once, right? Are you ever going to watch them again? I don't know. Are you? When I have movie night, there's only certain movies I'll watch. But life's too short. You know, life is too short. There are people struggling out there that that need us. You know, we're going to waste our time watching movies. But yeah, you couldn't get them all, get through them all in your lifetime. We're too busy, uh, like Dr. Hughes says. Um, 
Dr. Who talks about existential blues reminds me of uh, the first episode of the new series with Christopher Eccleston. And he's trying to convince Rose to get on the TARDIS with him. And he's like, well, you know, you can go on with your life, with your eating and your sleeping and your job and all that. Or you can come on this great adventure that will change your life. And that's kind of stuck with me. I think about that. Every time a doctor, I hear that, the doctor talk about that in my head. I'm like, well, you know, that's how I feel. It's like you work, you sleep, you pay the bills, you get up. You work, you sleep, you pay the bills, you get up. You work, you sleep, you pay the bills, and get up. It's a cycle. We're like in a loop, you know. It's like Easter, fall, Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's, Easter, fall, Thanksgiving, Christmas. It's like we're in a circle, like a rut, you know. So I think it's important to make meaning out of our lives. Not get stuck in a rut. Try to change the world. Impact others. Be a part of someone's life. You know. Make the world a better place. I mean, try to. I know video games are fun. Movies are entertaining. But we do need to really seriously think about what we do with our lives. There is no reason... Oh, we can't make this world a better place. I know people talk about Christians. Now, on a, another note, I was. This is actually a re recording because my other. King of all the universe. We love you. And we come to you now. Asking for your healing touch. We need you in this very hour Would you help us comprehend What it means to worship you Cause we're blinded by our circumstance Heal our eyes today
Forgive me, Father, for I am your son.